Episode 146 of the Drive-By Podcast is sponsored by Les Délices Lafrenet and the crew from Les Délices Lafrenet Brossart. We're just here. They just came to see the studio. We hung out for about an hour and then they left. And they left some goodies as well. Things that you could pick up at Les Délices Lafrenet, especially the Brossart location just expanded over on Tashiro on the South Shore. And you could get it all there now. More cakes than ever. More desserts on display than ever. Check them out this weekend before for the party you're heading to or maybe you're hosting people it's Les Delices Lafrenette This is the Drive-By with Freeway Frank The Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by Own Space What's going on? Freeway Frank, Thursday edition of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. Thank you so much for downloading. That's important. There's a circle on Apple with the arrow pointing down. Same thing on Spotify. When you hit that, it helps me out. It's better to download than just stream, but I appreciate the streams. I appreciate you listening or watching on YouTube, whatever it is. So far this year, we're we're coming towards the end of the year, and it's been a great one here at the Drive-By Podcast, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. So last episode might have been a little triggering to some women. I talked about uh, Rent-A-Girlfriend, which is huge in Japan, and I was talking about the Passport Bros. Shockingly, and I don't think it's that shocking, I had a lot of women agree with the things I said. Not that I was defending any of these activities or promoting it. I was just talking about it. But a lot of women were saying, yeah, you know what? There's a reason that stuff is happening. Then a couple of people also wrote to me say, hey, I agree with you, Frank, but hey, men, not necessarily that great either, right? Uh, The new generation of of guys, I have to agree there. So I'm going to (laughs) start this podcast by trashing my my own gender. That's right. Guys from... This generation now, they need to fine-tune. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Gone are the days of younger men opening the car door for women. Gone are the days of the latest generation, I don't see it, pulling out the seat of their date. Gone are the days you pay for dinner. Guys will pay for a woman on a date, especially if you ask her out. It's not that you're expected but you should cover the meal. I was at a restaurant recently and I saw a bunch of, a couple of Gen Zers and I could tell the guy was really into this, this girl. They were, they were obviously on a, on a date. And then I'm like thinking, oh, here comes the bill. He better pick it up. Cause I'm old school when it comes to that. And I'm not saying that the woman can't pay every now and then. And I know times are tough. We're living through different times, the, the economy, everything that's going on. But they look like you could tell they're on their first date. I could just tell I've got the spidey senses. And I'm like, all right, here comes the machine. What's going to happen here? And no, the server goes to the guy. And then the server goes to the girl. And she pays her own bill. Now, I'm all for women's lib. I always talk about that. You know, and and, and hey, you want to step up to the plate? equality, things to be the same, then why is a guy always expected to pay? But come on, I believe in those traditions. I'm old school when it comes to, I can never ever see myself going out on a date with somebody, especially a first date or a second or a third and or a fourth and letting her pay. 
It's one thing, I'm married, I've been with my wife for a long time. It's different. You know, Steph pays, it's, it's all in the family, whatever, right? Okay, she pays, whatever, it's, it's different. But me let somebody like and it's not has nothing to do with a woman me let a girl pay no no it's just i don't feel good about it and so i saw this this guy he must have been like 21 and it's like dude bro especially if you're on a first or second date there might not be no second or third date if the machine is going to you and then the machine goes to her and she's paying for her meal. No, 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 no. So there's even men later in their late 20s, early 30s, mid 30s, late 30s, 40s, whatever, who still do that. Okay, and it depends. There's certain men grew up a certain way and like here in Quebec, I have to be honest, you know, if you go to certain parts of town, you'll see the, the bill being split in half. I never understood that. Okay, it's one thing when you go out five, six, 10, 20 people, right? Not, not one person's going to pick up the bill. But what we did back in, in, the old, in the old days, there would only be a bill, and then everybody would you know, throw their cash on the table, whatever. Now they go to everybody at the table. I understand when you're big groups. But if you're two people, guys, you got to pick up that. You got to pick up that bill. If you can't afford pick up that bill, you shouldn't be at a five-star restaurant. In that case, go anywhere else. But it's... It's not a good look, and I'm all about men taking care of women, especially when it comes to dates like that. You, you don't let her, I mean, oh, the machine, you know, there it goes. It's, it, it starts, the server starts walking on the other side of the table. I'm like, no, 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 he's not going to let her pay. Oh, <laughs> I was like, inside I was like, oh, if I could give this guy my expert male opinion, he's failing. He's failing the course of expert male opinion right off the top. So I mentioned opening the car door. Who does that anymore? Automatic door locks and whatever. But, but still, you should open, you know, unlock the car doors and open her. Yeah, even if you're driving one of those space age Teslas that, that make that weird noise when you back up. Yeah, even the Tesla, you should open her side of the door and then close the door for Be a gentleman. Pay for dinner. Have you seen the latest meme? It's a popular meme out there. Soldiers on the shores of Normandy, I think it was. Or it's anyway. It's a World War II black and white picture, split in half. World War II. It says WW2 World War II 1944, and then today 2023. Guy wearing a mask walking into a Walmart. It's like men. Men were men back then. Men today. I don't know. Is, is, no. You know, back in the day, you'd fall down. You'd get a cut. I remember. I fell off my bike. Literally raked my skin. You know, it, the skin was peeling from the top. I went home, I cleaned it, I was in pain, it was burning, I wasn't happy, I nearly got killed, uh, you know, smashed into a car, whatever the case is, and you move on. I fell down, I cut myself, I got like 36 stitches across the neck. Had it hit my tubular vein, I wouldn't be here. When I was in the second grade, rushed home with my hand on it, I was bleeding to death. My mom took me on a bus, the 95 bus, Belanger, to Santa Cabrini Hospital, where I was born. Anyone listening to this outside of Montreal has no idea what I'm talking about. But anyway, 36 stitches later, that's what we were made of. Never mind Man of Steel, Superman. That's how we were brought up. We were brought up differently. Now, it's like a little cut, and, and people freak out. So this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, guys, you're right. It's not only hard to find a woman or a good woman these days. Men, no doubt, are weaker than ever. It's hard to find a good, strong man. But they're out there. They're still out there. There's still men out there cutting wood. Okay, it's not me because I don't have a fireplace. 
But if I did, there are still I would be cutting my own wood, firewood. Some guys, yeah, they can do anything. And I'm not saying I'm one of those guys, but I try to provide. I try to do what I can and feel like I'm somewhat you know, of a man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like at every moment I need help abandoning ship i will at least try to fix things i will at least try to make something better i'll at least try to be a gentleman in this case look i don't know if many things have changed over the years and i think guys have this perception more than ever of women now as the women they see on these uh porn sites they're all a, a bunch of hoes and dressed a certain way with the injected lips and all they want to do is jump and ride you and bone you that, that's that's all they want to do but that's not the case but it, that has hurt the way men look at women there's no doubt about it that's why there's there's many psychologists advocating for men to stop watching porn because it, it sets you up for just bad things later on in life you expect certain things because you think the way it's happening there is the way it happens in real life and it's the same thing it's it's the way it's happening on tiktok or instagram or facebook or social media right what you see of a woman there she's always i always talk about this every podcast it comes up the way she's shaking her ass the way you see it right there in front of your face when she's working out and telling you she jogged 10 kilometers a day and it's always the ass perspiring ass right in front of you guys see this these are the images they see 24 7 on social media on their phones so i guess they're expecting a certain thing they're expecting that's what they're expecting to get when they go to the grocery store that's that's the woman they're expecting to get but that's not reality guys need to adjust and men need to become men again so there you go i don't i didn't want to make it seem like on the last episode that i was just crapping on women like there's no good women out there anymore there's a lot of great women out there but there's a lot of women who expect way too much and they all expect to be treated at a certain level, but they're not willing to treat the guy back at that certain level. It's give and take, as I said. But there is no doubt, started this podcast crapping a, a little on men because they deserve to be crapped on because men today are just different. Comes to a certain cutoff, a certain generation, and you're just going to get a different kind of guy, right? Hence why more than ever, younger women are looking for older men now i get it before i was like wait they're just gold digging and all that no they want a man to be a man and the men their age are not men they're boys episode 146 of the drive-by podcast is sponsored by les delices la Frenet, your number one spot in the city of montreal five locations saint leonard rosemere point claire montreal west and brossard where you will get the best desserts in the city. It's no surprise. They've been voted top bakery and pastry shop, Montreal's best, best of Montreal. When you when you see those publications put out the best of, they always make it on there. Why? There's a reason why they make it on there. Because their cakes are incredible. They're delicious. Their desserts, top of the heap. Check them out this weekend. Maybe you're hosting a party. Maybe you're going somewhere. And you don't want to go empty-handed, especially the location of Brossard now. They've expanded, and all their cakes right there, strawberry shortcake, cappuccino cake, vanilla cake. It, the list goes on and on. They're all displayed right in front of you. They never run up. Plus, they have the Italian panettone. They have the Italian products. They have a whole section. Now, you could do grocery shopping while you're there, too. Plus, their deli, 
coffee, etc., etc. They've got it all. Les délices, la frenette. I'm having this conversation weekly now and several times a week with different people. Everyone's trying to figure this out. And I'm sure you've noticed too. Inflation, even though it, the figures just came out today, it is going down. The economy's still not great. We're probably already in a recession. If we're not headed there, we could be there already. The economy has been horrible. Of course, interest rates through the roof. Everything is expensive. You ask yourself, how's everybody out? Everybody says this. So there's been an increase in food banks being used across Canada. The figures are, they're not good. People are going through a real tough time. They're saying next year, when people have to renew their mortgages, it's going to be a disaster. It's not a good time. But how is it that everyone is still out partying? And have you gone to any restaurants where you see or notice fewer people? Empty restaurants? No, I haven't. If you go to any restaurants or hang out anywhere around the city, I don't know about your city, but I'm talking about here in the city of Montreal, and I'm sure it's the same way in Toronto or Vancouver, Calgary, whatever. People are still going out and spending money. Money that according to everything you read and everything you see, they don't have, which is exactly it. It's true. Someone asked me this just last week. Frank, did you see... You know, were you out anywhere at any restaurants this weekend? Wasn't it packed? Yes, it was packed. First seating, second seating, even third seatings, full of people. Tables where people are buying, you know, appetizers, and and now everything is doubled. You notice you go to a restaurant, what used to be fourteen bucks is now twenty eight dollars. What used to be twenty five is now fifty. No joke. Things that used to be sixty seventy are now over a hundred dollars. It's very expensive to go out, especially if you go out to nice restaurants. Forget it. And I was talking about guys. Yeah, guys bringing women out, guys in their early twenties bringing girls out on a date. If you can't afford it, don't go to a five star restaurant if you're not going to pay for it. It's a, it's it's not doing you any good, and it's not doing her any good. She's probably not going to give you a shot at the second or third date. But how is everybody out spending money when people don't have money? Well, this is what I told somebody that asked me this exact question and here's the answer if out of a hundred people they say that only the top whatever five percent of the people or top two percent or top one percent is only getting richer and they don't have to worry everyone else 95 percent of the people have to worry or 95 percent of the people have been hit somewhat some more than others but have noticed that things have changed, that they've tightened their wallets. It hasn't been easy. 2023 has not been an easy year. Even if you're working, even if you're making money, you're noticing the bottom line. You're noticing it. Many things from grocery prices to whatever it is, gas, whatever, everything is expensive. Hydro, everything has gone up. So then how can these people partying at restaurants all afford to go out and fill up these restaurants all the time. My theory is simple. After the last two and a half, three years that we went through what we went through, people don't care anymore. So they are jacking up. There's no doubt about it. They're spending more money than they've ever spent on their credit cards, their credit lines, and they'll worry about it later. Because if you do some simple math and you have only 5% 
of the people or two or one percent that is just not affected that means the other 95 to 98 percent is affected and they ran some crazy figures recently that said 80 percent or 85 percent of people live paycheck to paycheck it's scary and that percentage very close to that percentage as well somewhere from 70 to 80 percent of people are also uh, in danger of being over accredited uh, most people don't even have savings anymore you got to look when you go into a restaurant there's 100 people sitting down that means 95 of those people should not be at that restaurant but they are and then there's uh, 20 people waiting in line to get in so the math just doesn't make sense so the person i was speaking to said to me you know does that mean that the people that are in the restaurant are the five or two percent that could afford it so it's it's made up of the the hundred people in the restaurant are a hundred of the people that are part of the five or two percent no 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 that that is absolutely outrageous impossible because whenever you look at anything in the world and you say you know one out of ten people two out of ten people thirty percent of the population whatever and you have ten people that means one of those ten two of those ten three of those ten are affected by whatever you're saying they're doing or not doing 10% of the people are having a tough time, then one out of the 10 people right in front of you are having a tough time. In this case, it's more like 95%, 9.5 out of the 10 people in front of you are uh, not having an easy time. That's more like it. That means the rest of the people are putting on a front or they are living paycheck to paycheck or are topping up their credit. That's what they're doing. Pretty much it. And I've had conversations as well with people that work in the banking industry and see it. Their line to me has been, Frank, you have no idea. And I don't think the person was trying to be rude to me. They were just basically saying to me, you have no idea as in you have no idea who's coming in and what they're asking for and what they're looking for. And basically people are in more danger than they've been financially than ever. Because you remember, going back a year ago, year and a half ago, two years ago, the two or three cars in the driveway, the beautiful home, the three or four trips a year, whatever the case is, and then add a horrible economy, add a not-so-great downswing in the last 12 months, and it's only going to get worse, somebody's got to pay for those cars. Somebody's got to pay for that house. Somebody's got to pay for those trips they're still taking and those dinners and restaurants they're still going to. So that is the reality, that only a percentage, certain part of the population has not been, they've been unaffected. The rest are completely, don't kid yourself, affected, which means that they're putting up a front, that they're just living, pretending like, you know, and somebody said it best. On social media, I saw something. It was very funny. I can't remember what exactly was said in this video that I watched, but it was along the lines of, why is it that they're living in the ghetto? <laughs> it, was pretty, it was a pretty mean video. They're living in the ghetto or they're living in a really bad part of town in a very small apartment, but they're driving a $130,000 vehicle. They're dressed up in all name brands and all that, but when they go back home at night, they're parking that $120,000, $130,000 car on a street 
facing their apartment and it's not a great apartment and not such a great area. So there's a lot of people still living, not, uh, not still living, they've always lived beyond their means, but now more than ever, there are a lot of people living so beyond their means that they should be no doubt in the poorhouse and they might just be in the poorhouse. We just don't know. You just don't know because they're driving that incredible vehicle. They're showing you this lifestyle that they have and everything is amazing and every plate they order at a restaurant is incredible and they're out all the time, but they can't afford it. They should not be at that restaurant. They should not be driving that car because they just can't afford it. And then I was watching a video this week that was talking about the most frugal people, basically the richest people who live very mediocre to unobtrusive, boring lifestyles, lifestyles that, you know, people that actors that are worth a quarter of a billion dollars, people that have uh, half a billion dollars, $500 million in the bank, that's their net worth. But you wouldn't know it from what they're wearing what they're driving and how they live and what you see, what they're putting out there, they know the value of a dollar and they don't care to have that Rolex watch. They don't care to be in that Ferrari or that incredible car. They could have, they could own the factory, but they don't live that way because they know where they came from and that means nothing to them. And this video said a lot. It made me gain a whole world of respect for a lot of these Hollywood types that made it on this video because I was like, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know she lives like a regular person. And the reason behind some of these Hollywood actors living very regular lives is because the rest of their friends and the people and their family that they grew up with are not at their level. So in other words, if they don't get new friends, they don't live at that Hollywood lifestyle level, well, then they have no choice but to go down many notches so that the people that they love and the people that they've always had friendships with and family members can can see them for who they are, which is a regular person. Because the minute you hire your means and your luxuries and you're living at that level, you make all those other people who mean the world to you feel inadequate because you're there and they're not. And you're not going to start paying for them to live in that lifestyle. So some of these Hollywood actors that grew up a certain way decided, you know what? I'm just going to have a pretty regular home. I mean, they're beautiful homes, but they're not at the, the level home mansion that you would think these Hollywood actors or someone that would have a quarter of a billion dollars uh, should be living in. And the reason why they're not is so that they can still relate to the people that mean the most to them. And that says a lot. So basically what I got from all of this is, and this is the way I like to live my life too. And of course, don't get me wrong. There are days that I'll wake up and I'll be like, you know, I should do this and I should wear this and I should, uh, nah, this doesn't, doesn't look good. And this might look a little sloppy, whatever the case is. Maybe I should get a new jacket. Maybe I should do this. But for the most part, I'm like, no, you know what? I like who I am. I like the way I present myself. I don't need to, I wear the nice things when I want to wear the nice things because I don't wear it and you should never wear something in order to flaunt it or you should never wear or drive something in order to say everybody look what I'm driving because it really at the end of the day it means absolutely nothing.
You got to feel comfortable in your own skin, yet alone your own clothes or the shoes you're wearing. You should always be able to be yourself and who you are. So I think that's very important. And money, you know, some people t sometimes will say, well, if I won uh, the lottery, I would do this and do this and do this. But if you're grounded and you grew up a certain way, whether you have $1,000 to your name or whether you have $100 million, you should be the same person. And sure, with $100 million, you might have a few more things you didn't have when you only had $1,000. But it shouldn't change who you are. But they do say money changes certain people. But it shouldn't change you if you were grounded, well-grounded to start with. And so that is the important message here. There are a lot of people in the restaurants, and especially in the next couple of weeks as we head towards the holidays, who are over the top and you're just looking at them and you're going this cannot be it can be you know who the well-off people are you know what they do for a living you know what the what jobs they have the businesses they own and it's like yeah that makes sense no that doesn't make sense so at the end of the day we shouldn't be judging anyone but i think a lot of people are more concerned about how they look and how other people view them than they should be with just being who they are and presenting themselves to society, we should be more concerned about not, you know, how is it going to look if I drive up in this car, as opposed to who am I really, whether I'm wearing the watch, not wearing the watch, driving the nice car, not driving the nice car, what do they view me as? How do they see me? And the most important thing is who you are, as opposed to what you're wearing, what you're driving, where you're living. The next time you're in a restaurant, remember, that uh, you're not the only one with no money. Chances are 95% <laughs> of those people in there have less money than you. Yes, it's very possible that they do. Now more than ever, it just doesn't make sense anymore that everybody's out there enjoying life like man, no care in the world when there are many cares in the world and things we should be concerned about uh, right now and heading into 2024. Thanks for listening to episode 146 of the Drive-By Podcast, sponsored by Les Delices Lafrenet with five Montreal locations. It's simplement délicieux, simply delicious for the best desserts and the best bakery shop in the city. St. Leonard, Rosemere, Point Claire, Montreal West, and my home location, the newly expanded store on Tachero in Brossard. It's Les Delices Lafrenet. Don't forget to five-star the podcast and review or comment if you're listening on Apple. Check out any of the past episodes, if you can, on the YouTube Drive-By Podcast page. And I'll catch you again for two new episodes next week. Always working on having more guests here at the Drive-By. And that will happen. Be listening in. Thank you. And ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. The Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by OwnSpace.